Waiting for antidepressants to work can feel like an eternity and can be a challenging and frustrating process, leaving you uncertain about the outcome and feeling overwhelmed. But mastering the art of patience and understanding a bit more of the why it takes a bit of time to work is essential in managing this challenging waiting period. And who am I to help you navigate this process? My name is Salman Aziz Mirza. I'm a psychiatrist who's board certified in adult psychiatry, child and adolescent psychiatry, and addiction medicine. And let's get started. Thanks for watching and supporting the channel. Make sure to check out some of my other videos, including one I did discussing some of the myths that are out there about SSRI antidepressants, especially in this age of misinformation. Check it out via the card above. Remember to give us a like, comment, and subscribe. It does help a bunch. First thing we need to understand is how antidepressants work. Antidepressants work by changing the levels of certain neurotransmitters in the brain, such as serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine. Neurotransmitters are chemical messengers that transmit signals between neurons or between neurons and other cells in the body. These neurotransmitters, combined with many different factors, may be responsible for regulating things like mood, anxiety, sleep, and other important functions. Timeline for when antidepressants start to have an effect can vary depending on the individual and the specific medication. Generally, it can take up to four to six weeks to notice any significant changes in symptoms. Some people may notice improvement in as little as a one to two weeks, while for others, it may take several weeks or even months. It's really important to remember that everyone's response to medication is unique and that it can take time to find the right medication and the dosage that works best for you. The reason it takes four to six weeks for antidepressants to start taking effect is because they work by changing the levels of the neurotransmitters that are in the brain. And it takes time for the brain then to adapt to the new levels of those neurotransmitters and for the changes to have a noticeable effect on mood and other symptoms. The brain responds to the presence of antidepressants by making changes in the number and the sensitivity of neurotransmitter receptor, a process known as receptor upregulation or downregulation. This process can take several weeks to occur, and it is a key reason why there is that delay for antidepressants to start taking effect. For example, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, SSRIs, like fluoxetine, Prozac, and sertraline, Zoloft, work by blocking the reuptake of serotonin, which leads to an increase in the amount of serotonin available in the brain. This process can take several weeks for the brain to adjust to this new level of serotonin and for the full therapeutic effect to be achieved. During this period, some people may notice subtle changes in their mood or their symptoms, especially some of the more physical symptoms, while others may not notice any changes at all. It's important to manage expectations during this period and communicate any concerns or negative changes in symptoms with your healthcare provider. It's also important to keep in mind that antidepressants are not a magic pill and that they work best when combined with other forms of treatment, such as therapy or lifestyle changes. Finally, you have to remember to be patient and compassionate with yourself during this time and to focus on taking care of yourself in other ways while you wait for the medication to take effect. During the waiting period for antidepressants to take effect, one thing to do is to prioritize self-care to help manage symptoms and support your overall mental health. Self-care activities can help reduce stress, improve our mood, and increase feelings of well-being. There are many different types of self-care activities 
that can be beneficial during this waiting period. Finding the one that is best for you is a key coping skill. Some examples can include things like exercise. Regular physical activity has been shown over and over to improve mood and reduce symptoms of depression and anxiety. It's also helpful in improving our physical health, which we know improves our mental health. Mindfulness practices and meditation can help reduce stress and improve emotional regulation. These things can again look different and are not always the stereotypical chanting or yoga one may automatically think of. Creative expression. Engaging in creative activities such as painting or writing can provide an outlet for emotions and to promote self-expression. So many of my patients find a huge benefit from journaling and getting out their thoughts. Connecting with others. Social support is important for mental health, so it's important to prioritize time with loved ones and seek out support groups or therapy if needed. We'll talk about this one in just a little bit, so stick around for that one. Lastly, sleep. Getting enough restful sleep is important for mental and physical health. Practicing good sleep hygiene, such as avoiding screens before bedtime and establishing a regular sleep routine can improve our sleep quality. Check out my playlist of sleepy time stories and a guided aggressive muscle relaxation exercise via the card above, which can definitely help you getting to sleep. Some tips for incorporating self-care into your daily routine include things like starting small. Begin by incorporating one or two self-care activities into your daily routine. Gradually build up to more as you become more comfortable. Remember, habits start with small steps. Make it a priority. Schedule time for self-care activities in your calendar and treat them as you would any other appointment or commitment. Learning to prioritize yourself will have major benefits down the line. Consistency is key when it comes to self-care. Try to engage in some self-care activities at the same time each day or week to establish a routine. Finding what works for you. That's huge, right? Not all self-care activities will be enjoyable or effective for everyone. Experiment with different activities to find what works best for you. I can tell you to exercise, but if that's causing stress or it's injury, please don't make things worse. Waiting for antidepressants to take effect can be a challenging and lonely experience, but you don't have to face it alone. Seeking support from others can help alleviate some of the stress and uncertainty that often comes with waiting for medication to work. It's also important to remember that depression and anxiety can make it more challenging to seek out support, so reaching out may require extra effort and courage. There are many ways to seek out support during the waiting period. Talking to a therapist can be particularly helpful as they can provide professional guidance and support. It can also help you develop coping strategies for dealing with symptoms while waiting for the medication to take effect. Joining a support group can also be beneficial as it provides an opportunity to connect with others who are going through similar experiences. Online support groups can be a convenient option for those who may not have access to in-person support. It's also important to remember that everyone's needs and preferences are different, so what works for one person, like a friend or family member, may not work for you. When seeking out support, consider factors such as the type of support you're looking for, the format in which you prefer to receive it. For example, are you looking to do things like in person or online, individually or in a group, and the availability of resources in your community. It's also very important to monitor yourself for any adverse effects that may occur while taking antidepressants. Common side effects such as nausea, headache, insomnia may not require you to reach out to your doctor. However, if you experience severe side effects such as suicidal thoughts, hallucination, or severe allergic reactions, it's important to contact your doctor immediately. 
Another way of support is through remembering to stay patient. Staying patient can help you manage the antidepressant waiting period and improve your overall mental health. One way to monitor your progress objectively is to track your mood, sleep, energy, and food intake pretty regularly using something like a journal or a tracker. Additionally, using a depression rating scale, such as a PHQ-9, which is available for free online, every couple weeks can help provide an objective measure of your progress. Sometimes seeing that score going down, even slightly, can be reassuring and keep motivated. Along with this, reframing negative thoughts can be extremely helpful during this period. Wrapping up, waiting for antidepressants to work can be a challenging time, but it's important to remember that it's a process that takes time and patience. Hopefully from this video, we learned a little bit about the process as well as some tips to make that process go a little bit smoother. Remember to always reach out to your doctor for anything unexpected, any unexpected adverse effects, and to not just stop or change your dose without consulting with them. Also, celebrate every win that you make along the way. Took a shower for the first time in a bit? That's a win. Spend time with friends after a while? Win. Slept well through the night? Win. Thanks again for watching. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share, all that good stuff, and keep doing what you're doing.